What were you doing Thanksgiving night 2019? Maybe just waking up from your turkey and gravy-induced afternoon hibernation, looking for leftovers? Or maybe packing up into the car and heading out to score some of those super early Black Friday deals? Chances are, if you were looking forward to the next holiday already, it was Christmas or Hanukkah or even New Year's Eve. But for the crew at the brass rail, the stuffing had barely settled before they were already gathered around and planning for the next Thanksgiving. Since 2013, the O'Fallon Missouri restaurant has been serving free Thanksgiving meals to celebrate the holiday. Owner Scott Ellinger's entire marketing budget for the year goes into the effort. It started with 100 meals, monumental when you think about it, but relatively modest compared to what the restaurant would grow to do in the years that followed. We've gone from 100 to 1,000 to 3,000 to 7,000 to 10,000. The night they sat down to plan for 2020, they really needed a seat. They'd been busy on their feet all day giving away 10,000 meals to people in need. And that can mean anything from living in a shelter to living far away from friends and family to simply not having time to cook or a celebratory meal. No questions asked. They were planning for the biggest year ever in 2020, back when we last talked to Scott in 2019. So how are they moving things forward in these strange times? Today on Abbey Eats St. Louis, five burning questions with Scott Ellinger of the Brass Rail Steakhouse. Find out how he's keeping the tradition alive this year, what he's most thankful for, and what you can do to help. Plus your food news, weekend planner, your annual rundown of all the exciting Christmas pop-ups coming to St. Louis, and our special holiday request. Here's our chat over the phone while Scott hustles in the kitchen per usual. Tell me a little bit about the efforts for Thanksgiving 2021. This year is so weird. 2019, we were gearing up to try and do 20,000 meals for 2020. It was going to be a I big year, just, yeah. 2020 would have been amazing. I mean, we were going to try and do 20,000. We had the process figured out, and then COVID hit. And St. Louis City shut down, St. Louis County shut down. We weren't sure if we were going to be allowed to go over the river at all, so... Probably in July of 2020, we decided we could only do St. Charles County because we just didn't know what the regulations were going to be and restrictions and whatnot. So we did St. Charles County last year and we ended up doing about 3,600 meals. Wow. Because we were afraid to have as many volunteers in the building as we have had in the past because of COVID, Mm -hmm. about 10 of us pretty much put it all together. Wow. Um, So it was a lot of work and... It went off very well. Um, And so we're going to do the same process this year. We're going to do St. Charles County again. We're going to probably cap it at around 2,500 or 3,000 meals because, unfortunately, um, everything is so much more expensive this year than it was that we can only do what we can do. Hmm. So we're going to do the best that we can. We're trying to take care of the shelters that we can. We're going to do... Um, one of the shelters that we've worked with in the past down at Goodfella, um, even though it's clearly not St. Charles County, we're going to help them. And and we've got another group that's going to take care of um, 400 people for us down there as well. So we're doing the best that we can. And, and you know, hopefully next year we can come roaring back. Yeah. I'll ask you about next year in a second, but you mentioned the prices of everything. I mean, that's something that even those of us who are going to be cooking Thanksgiving dinner at home are dealing with. How is just the weird economy side of this ongoing pandemic impacting what you're trying to do? 
you know, everything that we're using, if we can even have access to it. I mean, like we, we used to break down the big restaurant size cans into deli containers and the deli containers aren't available. So we're having to buy regular like grocery store size cans of everything. Wow. Um, so it's a lot more expensive. We're basically a hundred percent more than we were last year. So it costs us about $5 and 50 cents a person last year. It'll be closer to $10 this year. Wow. That's, that's remarkable. That's remarkable. Did you ever think about, you know, this is just getting impossible. I can't do this this year. No, Hmm. we, we were going to do it no matter what. It's just a matter of how many meals we can afford to do. Yeah. You mentioned next year, you're already looking ahead. If I know you, you've been thinking about 2022 ever since 2020. So tell me a little bit about what you're looking forward to. Hopefully, God willing, that things are looking a little bit closer to being back to normal on track. What are you hoping for for 2022? You know, I'd love to go back to being able to do 60 miles in every direction like we did prior to COVID and and take care of the people out there. We know there's people, you know, that, that, we can't service this year that we really want to. So hopefully prices will come down a little bit and we're, we get COVID under control and whatever variant happens to be going on at the time under control. And, um, we can go back to, you know, huge numbers of seven or 10 or 15,000 people and, and go 60 miles in every direction like we have in the past and hopefully, um, turn it back into something huge. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's been a trying past couple of years at this point now It's for, for most of us, especially for restaurants, though. So I've got to ask you, especially being such a Thanksgiving guy, what are you the most thankful for this year? Wow, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think, and I, and I don't say this to sound in any way other than I really am thankful that I was in St. Charles County during all of this mm-hmm. um, because we had some different rules than St. Louis County and, and my heart broke for, for some of the restaurant owners over there mm-hmm. that, that through no fault of their own, um, were, were really just in a terrible position solely based on location. Yeah. Um, and I, I was very thankful that I was here and, and able to stay, you know, we shut down for 63 days, but nothing compared to what St. Louis County and St. Louis city went through. So that's probably what I'm most thankful for this year. I hate wasting food ever, but when everything costs so much more money than it usually does, and in some cases, this might be the first really big gathering for a lot of families who were kept apart last year. What are your favorite ways to use Thanksgiving leftovers? (laughs) I haven't cooked Thanksgiving dinner at my house in 10 years. (laughs) And I can promise you from the restaurant here, there are no leftovers. Um, <laughs> but anything that we have that doesn't go out to one of the families, we take to Oasis Food Bank and drop off. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, so there's there's never anything left. Yeah. Uh, we, but if I did, yes. if I did have leftovers at my house, uh, you know, one day um, down the road, I, I don't even know. I mean, I'd probably just eat the classic turkey sandwich with uh, cranberries on it, probably. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? (laughs) Yep. Um, Is there anything that you want people to know about any ways they can help the community or Brass Rail's efforts this year? Absolutely. So you can go to BrassRail1.com and you can donate there through the Thanksgiving link. 
Um, or if you want to drop off canned foods, um, you know, any canned vegetables or canned potatoes or yams, um, because we can't use the big containers this year. I'm just like raiding the shop shelves at the grocery stores around where I live, uh, every other day and taking everything they have. So anybody um, that wants to drop stuff off, that'd be amazing. So if you want to revisit that original episode in which we told a little bit more of the Brass Rail story, you can check out our episode from November of 2019. Look at that, Dory almost producer, sitting across the table from me now. Time flies. Time does fly. I remember going to the restaurant that day. We did the interview in person. It was great. Um, Yeah, two years. That's before we would have ever even thought about not doing interviews in person. This is very true. By the way. (laughs) Um, But that episode is called Count Blessings, Not Calories. And it also featured a woman who opened her home to immigrants and refugees. And I thought that was particular that could also be particularly relevant this year considering mm-hmm. St. Louis is welcoming refugees once again a bigger group of them and so um, all sorts of ideas for how you can be a little more giving this Thanksgiving yes and if you would like to contribute to what the brass rail is doing this year they have an Amazon wish list open they're also accepting all sorts of donations of even simple canned foods we have information to get a hold of brass rail in our episode notes Dory speaking of time flying yes. Can you believe it's November 19th, 20th, 21st? Um, I mean, my goodness, it's been a while since I've said that. Yes, it has. I'll give you a couple weeks there. Yes, <laughs> and in the next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be collecting your stories for our annual holiday call-in episode. It's it, a tradition. It is a tradition, especially once you do it three times, we're a bona fide tradition. Yes. I want to go ahead and say. And so, Dory, right here, we're looking at the official Abbey Eats St. Louis hotline phone It is available, it is ready, and we want you to give us a call at some point this holiday season, and we thought might as well give you the heads up that we're starting to collect these now because Thanksgiving could be the first time you've gotten a chance to connect with some of your friends, family, loved ones. Maybe you're planning on going to a holiday pop-up bar, Mm. more information on that to come. Um, Whatever it is you're up to this holiday season, we want to participate in that with you. So the number to call is 314 Five three two six zero one two. Say it again for me, Dory. That is three one four five three two six zero one two. You will get the official Abbey Eats St. Louis voicemail line. We haven't changed it in the past couple of years, we realize. And again, just whatever you're up to, share us what you're thankful for. Um, if there's a funny story of something that happened, if you're while you're preparing a meal, if you want to share a little bit about some of your cooking tips or your recipes or anything like that, share that moment with us. <laughs> All right. Sharing some news now, Dory almost has quite a uh, food news rundown to get through here. Yeah, we've got quite the meaty episode today, so let's get rolling on it. We've got three restaurant closures to bring you today. Trust me, we've got some other good news on the back end of this, so okay. just bear with Stick us with us. Uh, first up, two taco places. This is Both of these broke my heart. Yes, same. Um, first up, the most recent one we heard about Club Taco. They are closing this Sunday after the owner said they could not come up with a lease agreement for their space in Kirkwood. They're looking to relocate, though, and they're hoping that employees will be able to, quote, 
rejoin the team wherever we land and whenever that happens. Loved hanging out on that patio a couple times during pandemic times because you could sit kind of on the sidewalk, really socially distanced. The dogs were pretty good because downtown Kirkwood is good people watching right Mm -hmm. down there. So (laughs) good luck to them. We'll keep you posted if we learn more about a possible relocation. Yes. And then this one really got to me. Taco Circus. They are closing this Saturday in South City. They're not necessarily blaming the the closure on any one issue and they wrote in their social media post that they actually made it a whole year longer than they were anticipating which is kind of good but sad to hear Um, the owner said that ultimately this location is upside down they've had some issues in that spot over the last couple years the tree that fell like my goodness just all sorts of things and it was one of the best patios just ever oh fantastic so hopefully something else comes and occupies that space but if you're just upset about not being able to get your taco circus fixed i did reach out to trops because don't forget taco circus has that location inside of trops and i think we might need to schedule an outing there at some point soon now that it's getting colder out some trops Mm -hmm. plus some taco circus and they say that that taco circus location inside trops in the grove is here to stay that's sticking around that's not going anywhere anytime soon they said so you heard it here first people yes so you can still get your taco circus fix there but uh go ahead and support them at that south city location while you can all right and then one other closure billy's fine foods the owners of the 1960s era diner in soulard they're also closing they thanked the public for their love and support while announcing they've already closed for good they didn't give a reason for the closure but they've been through a lot in the last couple years. Another place that's been through a lot. They had a fire nearly destroy the restaurant in 2018. They underwent a renovation in March 2019. And then, of course, all last year with the pandemic, having to switch up operations and, and pivot with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember that fire, actually. And yeah, so best of luck to the owners of Billy's Fine Foods and the staff. Hopefully they're able to get on their feet again quickly. On their feet... Maybe that's a good transition to Ooh, the next I story. So. I don't know. Theater on your feet. That's a that was a show at the Muni the this Muni. past year, wasn't it? Yes, yes the Gloria Stefan was. One. Yep. Now that's gonna be stuck in my head <laughs> all day. Okay, tell me about this cocktail themed experience. This one sounds pretty cool. So Broadway is back in St. Louis. We've got a new cocktail cocktail. Co- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hard to say. Give me a break. (laughs) Okay. Take two. I'm keeping that in there. That's really funny. Okay. Uh, A pop-up cocktail experience. You can do that to toast your next trip to the Fox Theater. The Kranzberg Arts Foundation's central stage, which is located just a few steps from the fabulous Fox, is hosting the new pop-up cocktail bar with themes that are going to correspond with the Broadway shows that are happening down there. So first up is Pretty Woman. You can expect some fine drinks from our folks at the Barkeep SDL. They're serving up movie and musical-inspired drinks ahead of each show. So I think that's a pretty cool little experience they have. I have Hamilton tickets. (gasps) What are they going to make for Hamilton? I know. I love this idea. I think Mm -hmm. that sounds so, so fun. I wish you could like, because they already do kind of a themed drink inside the Fox, but it's Mm -hmm. usually relatively simple because they're having to deal with being All at kinds of the people. Fox and the big long lines and things like that. And um, yeah, my cousin texted me the other day that she roasted chestnuts in her apartment in Chicago. Okay. Random, I know. But um, she was like, it smelled like the Fox in here. And oh. so it made me just itch to get back to the Fox soon. So it's exciting that that's open and that's one more new thing to add to your experience. Yes. 
All right, this next one I know we're both going to be up for, right? I haven't even read this one yet, so okay. you're, you're breaking news to me, Dory. The slug on this is Budweiser holiday cans. Yes. So those famous limited edition holiday cans are back in stores for this year. We grab a case of them every year because yes. they're just so fun and festive to have in the fridge. This year, the cans feature two of our favorites, Clydesdales and dogs. Yay! Yay. And that includes the winner of the 2021 <gasps> Pupweiser contest. Remember, we talked about that a yeah. few months ago. So this year's winner is Wilson. He's a St. Bernard. Of and course. I can guarantee he's a very good boy. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> goodest boy. Wilson, a St. Bernard is the Budweiser holiday dog. It was like he was made for this Probably, job. probably. Yes. I love that. So is that like a permanent thing that he gets to be that? Or? Just for this year. Because next year, your dog could be on the can. Gotta get working ready. You gotta yes. get on it. So uh, AB is already recruiting for their next one. Um, you can enter your dog on Budweiser's Facebook page or by using the hashtag PupweiserContest on Instagram and Twitter. I think we have some can-worthy canines in our crew here. I think we do. I really think we do. And we've already talked about this, but our I know at least one lush of uh, in our <laughs> in our family of dogs yes. of this podcast. I will not name names, but we 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 have some dogs who like to try to sneak sips of alcohol around here. Maybe yes. if you can capture a picture of that with the the bush dog yeah. brew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, good. the dog friendly stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so more beer news. Love this. Yeah, and this is one of our top stories on the website. St. Louis Lager is making a comeback. So Anheuser-Busch first started brewing this beer, like, when they first started in St. Louis forever ago, and they stopped brewing it for whatever reason. Now they're bringing it back for the first time in about 115 years. What? (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. So St. Louis Lager was their flagship beer. So think kind of like Budweiser of original AB. Yeah. Um, And it even won a bunch of awards back in the day. So it's coming back now for a limited time. It'll be available on tap this December at the AB Brewery Beer Garden. So if you're heading down there for brewery lights, you can swing in the beer garden and give this a try. And here's the best part. $2 from each lager sold will be donated to the United Way of Greater St. Louis's 100 Neediest Cases campaign. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. I'm excited to try that. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially, yeah, when you go check out those lights. Oh, very, very cool. I love that. Okay, so not every new, not all news is holiday-related news, but I feel like this next one is might as well be Christmas yeah. for some people. Well, and if you're heading to Kansas City or the Kansas City area this holiday, you got a new restaurant to check out. Well, sort of new. Whataburger opened their first location in Missouri. It opened this past Monday in Lee Summit. And what a line. They (laughs) had a line literally that stretched down the street and towards the interstate there. Wow. Huge backup of traffic. So many people ready to get their hands on a burger. Uh, But that's the first of several Whataburgers that are coming to the Kansas City area. No plans that I've seen about them coming to St. Louis. Hmm. I wonder. People would make people would make a trip. I had a Whataburger. It was my first like hot, real, fresh meal after covering the hurricane in New Orleans mm-hmm. recently. And it was on the drive to Texas to try to get your flight out. And I've never eaten a better burger Especially than that Whataburger, considering the circumstances. the circumstances. Yes, it was so, so, so good. But that was then. 
This is now. Dory, what's the best thing you had to eat this week? So this weekend, a couple friends and I went to Bowwood by Niche. The new location just opened up a couple weeks ago, and we got our reservations in in a hurry because we wanted to yeah. get in. So we went, we sat down. Jason and I ordered a honey bun to start our meal, which yeah, is kind of like did. the little Debbie <laughs> um, childhood favorite, which was very tasty. But um, the breakfast that I got was the, and I'm sh- not sure if I'm going to say this right, the cacio e pepe eggs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. So That's how I order it when I get something like that. So yeah. Cacio e pepe. Cacio e pepe. Yeah. Um, the eggs are super creamy. Mm. Really good. A lot of Parmesan in there, which I love. Um, and then it also came with some semolina toast, which was super tasty. And then an arugula, arugula salad on the side, which I never think to eat salad with breakfast, but it worked. I feel like that's what elevates it to brunch when you have yes. salad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we had brunch, yeah. And, and also really alcohol good. usually. So Had a gin drink, which was fantastic. And um, afterwards, just perusing all the plants and the space in there, it was so beautiful. I wanted to walk away with a dozen or so plants for my house, but yeah. just got one. Yeah. But a lot of ideas. Oh, good. Yes, it's a very cool space in there. Love love that that's up and running already yes. again. Um, so mine was actually at a family dinner with my family on Sunday. Um, we went to my parents' house in St. Charles, and my stepmom had gotten steaks from Menino's Market. And Ooh. it's kind of a, it's a classic. It was in Ferguson, actually, until like the late 90s. It's been around since like the 1920s. Um, wow. Menino's Market has family-owned and... She decided, I don't really know why, because Thanksgiving's coming up. And so she, she for some reason, she felt like cooking, I guess. And so we did steaks for the whole family and cooked to order steaks. And they were delicious. But they also had this really delicious garlic butter that Ooh. we got from the market on there. And they were cooked so well. And it just was another reminder of, like, getting good steak from a good butcher mm-hmm. can really make all the difference. It elevates that at-home experience. I love that. Yes. We got a steak from the farmer's market a couple weekends ago. Yeah. We got one last year, and we went straight to that same farmer, got another one from him, and I'm so looking forward to cooking that up. Yes. And I have to do a quick mention of another honorable mention, best okay. thing I had to drink this weekend. My yearly tradition, I got my cozy caroler <gasps> from the Botanical <laughs> Garden, and get this. For years, we've been saying they only had the one bar at the front, and you had to get that and make the whole thing last the whole walk. Not this year, Dory. <laughs> Not this year. We counted three bars Whoa. throughout the entire uh, win- like winter, the Garden Glow experience. They heard us. They, they heard, your heard cries. the cries for more cozy carolers. <laughs> and so it's hot chocolate with like Frangelico mm. or Amaretto. It's just so delicious. And yep. I got two of them this year. Oh, there you go. You know, got you got to got to get them while you can. <laughs> so I had to give a shout out to my my favorite yearly winter drink and it, just a reminder, that's one of those fantastic things you can be doing this weekend. We have a big busy weekend planner. Dory, I'll just kind of start it. We can kind of pivot back and forth. That worked mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting Friday is Winter Wonderland at Tillis Park. Man, I can't believe it's already that time. I, I know. How many times am I going to have to say that like in my life? Like, can you believe Winter Wonderland is already back at Tillis Park? You can walk, drive, or take a carriage ride through one of the most popular holiday lights displays. 
you have to pre-register online. That's an important thing to note. No spontaneous date night driving through Tillis Park. Um, some nights are for walk-in only. Some nights are for vehicle and carriage only. So you want to check out that Winter Wonderland website. It goes through January 1st. All right. How about another holiday lights display for the family? Starting Friday, head on over to Grant's Farm. They're bringing back their drive through experience and this one runs through January 2nd, so you got some time to go check it out. You're going to see those famous Budweiser Clydesdales along with some of the other farm animals. And then you'll drive through a light tunnel that leads to something visitors never get to see, the Bush family estate. Cool. It's very pretty. I've actually seen it during a private family tour thing there. It's really cool, and they're going to have it all lit up for the holidays and all kinds of holiday charm. Um, reservations required for this one as well and your cars can upgrade it comes with a couple little extra treats and things for the adults and the kids man Budweiser is doing good Christmas things this year yep Winterfest at Keener Plaza Keener Plaza easy for you to say Keener Plaza it starts on Saturday this is always fun it kicks off with a 5k run or walk that I've heard is fun and (laughs) one mile kids fun run through the arch grounds which is cool then the festivities will continue in Keener Plaza every weekend through January 2nd Ice skating. That's my favorite part about Mm -hmm. it. It's the ice skating. They will have holiday lights, igloos, and winter markets are back this year. So if you never got a chance to rent one of those little cozy igloos igloos and have a charcuterie board and some drinks with your friends, you can go ahead and do that. And um, the winter markets, you can get some of your holiday shopping done and call it a productive productive afternoon. There you go. And if you're looking to give back, this is the Mm -hmm. season of giving, remember. Got a couple donation reminders for you all. The Scouting for Food Drive will come back to your front door this Saturday. Boy Scouts will be picking up the blue bags. You can fill those with canned foods and non-perishable items, all to benefit food banks throughout the greater St. Louis area. And then we also have the Cans for Cans, the popular canned food drive from Schlafly that gives you a can of beer for every two canned food items that you donate. That continues through November. All right, so Dory, it is time for the annual run-through of the holiday... I'm going to put in post like a drum roll. Holiday pop-up bars. (laughs) We've got a hefty list. A new one this year. I know of one that's not coming back. And then there's another one that we're still kind of waiting on some details for. Okay, well, let's get straight to it because, yes, Dory, we've got quite a list and we want to give you the primer on... All the holiday hot pop-up bars that you can check out around St. Louis this year. Yes, so Filthy Animal coming back to Lazy Tiger in the Central West End. We don't have a lot of details on this one yet. They're going to be announced soon, but I have been promised that information will be shared in the next week or so, so stay tuned on that one. Frosted is the Piper Palm House in Tower Grove Park's pop-up experience. It's a little bit expanded this year in 2021, so it'll freeze over from December 16th through 23rd. It's the team from STL Barkeep creating all sorts of concoctions. Entry is free on this one, and seating is first come, first serve, so that's a little different than a lot of these other ones. Um, Most of the time, there's a couple family-friendly experiences thrown in there, but most of the time it's for 21 and up, and a portion of all the proceeds from Frost will benefit Tower Grove Park. Okay, you're ready for this new one, right? Yeah. Brand new, hot off the presses here, we've got Jingle coming to the World Chess Hall of Fame in the Central West End. Uh, This is our newest one. So we've got a little bit more details on this one. It's going to be happening at the Chess Hall of Fame 
on the third floor gallery. They're saying they'll turn it into a kitschy winter wonderland. Sounds hmm. great. Um, they're going to feature nice and naughty hours. The nice hours are for the whole family. Reservations cost $5 a person. And then at night, Jingle transforms into a 21 and up lounge with chess-inspired drinks and small bites from Kingside Diner. Those reservations cost $10 a person. All of the reservations, whether you're doing nice or naughty, include some little perks and drinks mm-hmm. and such with them. All reservations are needed for this one, and each time slot lasts one hour, so you can make your reservations online. Now, that is going to run from November 19th through January 2nd. I love the names that people come up with for these, and so often they are just exactly what they mean them to be, and Mm -hmm. that applies very much to Lit (laughs) for Molly's in Soulard. Um, You know that they're promising once again to have that outrageous decor, their Christmas-themed menu, costumes, music, photo ops, and more, so you can go every weekend and have a new experience there. It's a cost of $10 per person to get a table for you and your group for two hours. Uh, They'll have appetizers and cocktails and things like that. Reservations are now open for this one. It starts on Black Friday, which is, of course, November 26th, and runs through Christmas Eve. It's Molly's in Soulard, and it's called Lit. So 21 and up, please. You know what to expect (laughs) You know what to expect. All right. You also probably know what to expect at Miracle, the OG Christmas cocktail pop-up in St. Louis. It's back for this year. Here's what they wrote on their website. With kitschy holiday decor, professionally developed cocktails, and the nostalgic energy of the best office party you've ever (laughs) been to, this festive pop-up is sure to get even the grouchiest Grinch in the holiday spirit. And I can attest to that. I've been there a couple times. It is decked out floor to ceiling, wall to wall. It's it's got it going on. So they're going to be back at Small Change in South City this year. Reservations through December 5th are already sold out, but there are time slots that are going to be opening for December 7th through 31st. Those open on December 1st, so check the website for details. Set your alarms right now. Yes. By the way, I want to add um, the proceeds for the reservation fees will be donated to Santa's Helpers, which has been helping St. Louis kids celebrate Christmas since 1968. So those reservations are $5 per person on that one. Planter's House in Lafayette Square is having Sippin' Santa. It's kind of the tropical sister pop-up is how they describe them to Miracle STL. Holiday drinks with a tiki twist because even Santa needs a vacation from all his hard work at the North Pole. So if you want to trade the pine trees for the palm trees, then this is your chance. The Sippin' Santa will be at Planter's House from November 23rd through December 31st. Reservations also cost $5 for this one and are also now open, but proceeds are going to the St. Louis Community Foundation's COVID Regional Response Fund. Love seeing all of these restaurants giving back with these fun concepts. Yep, and I definitely don't mind plopping down $5 for a reservation and that going to some sort of good charity. Yep, absolutely. Love that. All right, we've also got Toasted Chestnut coming back to the public schoolhouse in Cottleville. They transformed that space pretty much for every holiday that you can think of. So the holiday one is back, the Christmas holiday one. The, they will offer up cocktails, beers, shots, and wines. Shots. And, <laughs> they're not messing around. <laughs> they're not messing around. I know. I loved that note, this one. Um, so the Christmas bar will run December 1st through 4th, 10th through 13th, and 17th through 20th. Reservations are now open. It can be made on the Public Schoolhouse website. 
Table reservations cost $7.50 a person. That gets you a seat for two hours. There are also some VIP experiences if you want a couch instead. Mm, I love that. And then once again, to kind of round it all out, you can get up on the rooftop. Mm -hmm. Again, another great name from Mm -hmm. 360 in downtown St. Louis. So they transform that space, which always has a great view, into a giant snow globe towering 400 feet over the St. Louis skyline. It has great views of the Arch, Keener Plaza, and downtown. It's like a reverse snow globe because you would have that normally in the snow globe, but mm-hmm. instead you're the one in the snow globe and you can uh, celebrate your holiday spirit from up high there. It will be open from November 17th. So that's, yeah, that's early. Uh, November 17th through the 30th, there is no cover charge before 10 p.m., Tables are available on a first-come, first-serve basis for this one as well, so you can just pop on in. Now, if you want a little rundown of all of that... You didn't just commit all that to memory? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got links to all of those reservation sites, all of those details, plus some more information on ksdk.com. We will link to that in the episode notes. We've got your full guide, and we'll keep updating that as we learn about more details throughout the holiday season. We also got a couple other resources for you all that we've talked about recently. The list of restaurants that are offering to-go meals and sides for Thanksgiving. Get your orders in this weekend Mm -hmm. if you haven't already. Some of those are due like... Like now. Now. (laughs) Literally now. Um, So we've got that full list. And then we also have a new story, a lineup of holiday-related events and light displays. We're going to be keep keep on updating that throughout the holiday season as we learn about more because those are coming in on the daily. Dory is working hard for you all. We got it. This is what the KCK digital teams got you covered. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Abby in St. Louis is a Five on Your Side production. I'm Abby Larico. And I'm Dory Olmos. Once again, the number to call it to share your holiday moments with us is 314 314- Five three two six zero one two. Leave us a voicemail. We are so excited to hear from all of you. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast. We will not be back next week. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Have a fantastic just time to pause and be thankful. We're thankful for all of you. Tag us in your pictures. I want to see. I want. I want food envy. I want to mm. see the turkey pics and just be like, man, I wish I was at that table. Tag us on at Abby Eats St. Louis. Our Instagram. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for being you. Seize the plate.